0: recorded live. Greetings, 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 everybody. Thank you for going with us today, and welcome to a moment of prayer. I'm Brother Michael Jones, your host and faithful servant today, bringing you this message of salvation, a message of goodness, and a message of the love of the true and living God. Thank you for being with us, blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and today. As usual, we're talking about getting closer to the Lord Jesus Christ, having the prayer and the power of prayer to overcome those situations, those circumstances, those obstacles, overcoming all of those things that have been hindering us, overcoming those things that has been trying to hold us down and hold us back and kicking us to the curb and, and throwing us under the bus. Today, we come to unite ourselves in that prayer. We come today to just say enough is enough. Enough is enough because we let the evil one, the enemy, override us and overshadow us and then trying to take control of us. But now we call on the mercy. We call on the power of the true and living God, Jehovah, our God, the Almighty, the Most High God. We call on him to help us, to call on him, to be our strength, our peace our joy. We call on him to be our provider, our sustainer, and our healer, our deliverer. Because we've been talking so much about things that are happening in the earth. We're talking so much about trying to get out from under these situations and trying to be free of those items, free. But something is holding us back, something is holding us but we don't want to come today to beat nobody down, to beat anybody down except for the devil. But we're not going to beat him down too, but all we have to do is to resist him. But first, submit ourselves to God, and the devil will flee. But today we come to pray and ask each one of you, as you come to pray, to bring a list of the things that you want uh, prayed for, if any healing. In your body, you need healing in your spirit and in your uh, situation. If you need healing, in, even in your uh, affairs, because so sometimes we have such affairs that we don't, everything is all shattered and going this way and that way. We must the tasking and seem like nothing is connected. But we want it to be, how you say, coming together, we want it to be mended, broken hardness all over the place. We have uh, people that are coming against us all over the place. We have toxic relationships from different ones the drama and, and all of the rhetoric that come about us. We come to labor for the Lord, to heal us from this mess, to deliver us from the entrapment of the evil one. And when we get delivered, we are free when we come to help each other, come to help our brothers and sisters to come up out of their situation, come up out of their mess, to be a strength, to be a long arm, to be uh, a guide to them. We are here to establish and to strengthen and to build up, not to scatter, but to bring in. So, therefore, let us come to Hold fast to the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ. And to speak of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, while I'm waiting on others to come in, I just want to tell you a little story about that. And maybe you've heard this story before. I'm quite sure you have. And it was a story about how Jesus turned water into wine. This is like the first real public miracle that he made. So. And the story goes, and I know I'm not going to bore you for just, going to be here for just a minute uh, Jesus was invited to a wedding one day, and his disciples was invited also. Jesus' mother was there, so during the course of the reception of the of the fair, Jesus' mother came to him and said that they have no more wine, no more wine that means. The wine is gone. But Jesus say, what is that to do with me? My time is not yet revealed. So as mom says, and mom being mom, she tells the servants, just do whatever he tells you to do. That's it. And she's going about her business. Now, a lot of times we look at this in a a different way. We just say, well, Jesus' mother just said, just do what he tells you to do. But we're going to look at this. In a perspective whereas and I hope you can get to understanding where I'm coming from, where I'm going, see Jesus' mother said, "Just do what He tells you to do." She was coming from a perspective of impossibilities. See, in those days, when you run out of wine at a reception or on a bit like that, you was in trouble. you was in trouble. It was like the biggest uh, thing that could happen to you you was embarrassed, you was uh, out of place. Everything was going wrong if you ran out of wine because, see, wine was the only drink that they had except for water. And they didn't have uh, the diet, this, uh the drinks or the liquors and all this other stuff that we be drinking at parties nowadays, uh, the uh, sparkling apple cider for those people that don't let, drink alcohol. Well, wine would get you drunk, and that was that. they had, so you had to judge yourself how much you want to drink, but that was the drink, and now, at the course of the event, they ran out of wine. That was a disaster to them, and the the manager, which would be the caterer or the, uh, or the person in charge or the banquet manager, uh, the steward, they call him, they say that well, what we're gonna do? You can't run down to the corner store, you can't run over to the liquor store, you can't run over to the ABC store to buy more wine. So he was in a he was in a theater. But Jesus being who he is and then uh as things goes uh just one, one second please, hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Betty, call Bianca and tell her that I'm on the air right now, please. <laughs> Perfect timing. Hallelujah. But it's all good, cause God is still good. But anyway, getting back to Jesus' mother. Now she said that she's seen one impossibility. Now this is an impossible situation. Where are you gonna get the wine for all these people? So anyway, he she tells the servants, do what he tells you to do because As she looked back, she went into another impossible situation. That impossible situation was when one day an angel came to her and told her that she had favor with God. Ah, favor with God because she would now be the mother of the king of Israel. She would be the mother of the Messiah. And she had not yet known a man because she was uh, endowed uh, to be married to Joseph. And he was thinking about putting her away because, you know, because now she's pregnant. But the point of it is he went and married her anyway. He married her, and they went through uh, just trials and tribulations together. Now, Mary's pain, and she was thinking about this, how that was an impossible situation, and she went through it. She went through the pain. Of having to leave where she was in order to go to Galilee to have the baby, Bethlehem to have the baby. So now they have no room in the inn. So she had to bring forth a newborn king into this world in a stable. I'm quite sure she felt really bad about that, but she knew now that the angels, that was correct because now. She rejoiced when the shepherds came in and told them about what happened out in the fields when the heavenly host came by and told them about what's going to happen or what is happening. Then she also rejoiced when the three wise men came by, bringing gifts, expensive gifts, and telling her that Herod wanted to uh, see the baby, but Herod was made a decree to kill. All young babies under a certain age, under two years old, I think it was. Now, that hurt her heart also that many lives would be lost. So she took her baby and went to Egypt. Ah, the family stayed in Egypt until Herod died. So now all of this was pondering in her heart, in her mind. She knew now the power of God. So now when they said there's no more wine, she, her faith said, uh-uh, I'm not receiving this. So she told Jesus that they have no more wine, and she left. This is it. End of story, no drama, no rhetoric, no comments. Just do what he tells you to do. So now he, Jesus tells the servants, he saw some jars over there, about six tall jars. About that, was holding about 25 to 30 gallons each, fill them up with water. So, they, the service did so, they fill them up with water. Then Jesus said, Draw off some and take it to the manager. Now, he didn't do no hocus pocus, he didn't do no David Blaine or somebody, uh, an illusion, he didn't put no uh, Kool Aid, nothing there to turn into a wine or anything. But the point of it is. That Jesus, being who he is, right. Jesus say, draw some off and take it to the manager. When the manager tasted the wine that he didn't know where it was coming from, he rejoiced. And he went to the bridegroom. Wow, sir. Most people take uh, have good stuff, the choice. But you have saved. This is top shelf. This is the best. So, therefore, you see, usually when people get drunk and everything, they bring out the other stuff. Well, we would say when people get drunk, they bring out the boom farm and and the ripples and all that kind of stuff uh, just to get by with, to say that, well, we had some wine. Because like we said before, it was a catastrophe. It was something that would be very, very bad. Run out of wine at a reception uh, at a, a bit like that. So now, the manager was happy. You know, the caterer is like make his business looking good now. So now the the bridegroom is looking good too because see, you got the top shelf stuff now. You got over hundred and thirty gallons of good wine. Now in our days it would be more or less like bringing out the Moët. It would be bringing out uh, the, the, the wine that would say up there, the $20 a bottle, the $40 a bottle type thing. That's good stuff, right? So now the bridegroom is now popular in the city. He is now the man. He is now everybody looking favorable at him because, see, when they said no more wine, that was a reflection on him because he, in turn, would meet with the the banquet uh, manager, whoever, and they would get together how much to buy, how much to get purchase. So I'm quite sure that he thought that he had enough. But evidently, as we go about, it, didn't, it wasn't enough. So therefore, the moral of our story is that everybody make out, everybody is Good to go. Even the servants, now, they knew where the wine came from because they saw Jesus. Now, the disciples also saw this happening. So now you got the servants going around now to tell everybody who they see about what happened. So now you got a blessing. What do we call that? word-of-mouth advertisement, word-of-mouth marketing. Wow, you should have seen what happened. You should have seen this. And see, that made Jesus uh, grow stronger in that area. His popularity grew stronger. See, God works in strange and mysterious ways, and everybody makes out good because God is not just uh, about you and me, but he's about everybody. He wants everyone to be happy, he wants everyone to be fulfilled. Everyone to come into that place of his goodness. He wants everybody to have a blessing. So we see now that everybody made out that day because Mary told the service, "Just do what he tells you to do," and that's what we do today. Just do what Lord Jesus tells us to do. It is word. So therefore, we go to his word. And in uh, John 14, in John 14, verse 13 and 14, Jesus said, I will do whatever you ask in my name that the Father be glorified in the Son. Now, we notice that it's all about giving the Father glory. And that's what Jesus did when he walked the earth, giving Father the glory because he always pointed towards the Father. The Father is better than I am. The Father is greater than I am. And then also in Philippians, it says that it's not a shame that he should be equal to the Father. But see, Jesus is wonderful. He came to seek and to save the lost. He came to give us the benefit. He came to help us through our hard times. He came in a time of a place where people prayed. He prayed for people, and he healed the sick. He did so many wonderful things. He did many miracles, and then, and then, the miracles that he did, was just like doing the water into wine. Jesus the Christ says that whatsoever you ask in my name, I will do it. That the Father be. Glorified in the Son. And then in verse 14, it says, uh, in my name, you may ask anything of me, and I will do it. So all in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then another place he says, oh, in 1 Corinthians 10 and 31, it says that whatsoever you do, whatever you eat, drink, or whatever you do, do all through the glory of God. So now we know that whatever we ask for in prayer, that Jesus will hear us. If we're sincere, if we have the faith to believe, and if we all come to that place of in the name of Jesus and being for real, being sincere. Because even the Bible said, put away all insincerity. Don't lie. For the will of God is that we should do those things that he tells us to do. He said, if you love me, keep my word. So therefore, therefore, we come today, this day, to pray for whatever you need in your life, whatever you're asking for. If you're depending on God for anything that is important, I'm quite sure that (laughs) you're not going to go out there and say, oh, Lord, uh, I need money to go buy me, something stupid. Uh, I need this I need that? No. We're talking about those people who have been for real, who are been sincere about their health. We're talking about those people that have been for real and sincere, about those situations that's been coming up on them, those impossible situations like what the mother was doing and said, that she faced those impossible situations before. And I'm quite sure that most of us and many of us have faced some situations before that God has brought us through them. That the blood of Jesus, we always cry about the blood of Jesus. We always cry and with faith by his stripes we are healed, and we walk by faith and not by sight. So, therefore, let us turn our faith towards the Lord Jesus Christ and to be a believer in him. Just like uh, when he turned the water into wine, even the disciples say that they believe now. They believe Jesus. So let us come to believe Jesus. He's still a healer. He's still a deliverer. If you have those problems that bound, that keep you bound, that keep you uh, down and depressed and upset, we have those problems and issues that keep us in that place of of depression. That keep us in that at that jail they call it. We have those situations where we need to break through those uh, strongholds. We need to break through those doors and those windows that's holding us down and and keeping us locked down and locked in. We need to break through those situations of our um, our relationships, our situations where uh, we know that we tried our best, To do things, but things are not happening. Those relationships, whereas people keep talking about you, and then we look at scripture and say, "Blessed are the one that people say all manner of evil about." So we can rejoice. We don't get upset and get bitter, like they are. We learn how to do things a little different nowadays. So being doing things differently, so therefore, we come to understanding and know the power of God through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And as he said before, where there's two or more together in his name, we are touching and agree. So therefore, when we pray, all you have to do is call out those things that you need help for. Call out those things that you're praying for. Call out those things that you need a situation, move that you need more finances, that you need uh, maybe clothing, shelter, because he said, if you come into the kingdom of God, all these things will going to be added to you anyway. So let's pray for the strength of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray, hallelujah, for the strength of the love in this area, in this time, in this season. Let's pray for the strength of the power of the Holy Spirit that will keep us going forward, that will keep us in progress, Sometimes we think that we're doing this and doing this and doing all this stuff and have not made not one step forward. That's why we're in that place, in that mode of depression. We're in that mode of uh, being slow for And ah, as we come to that place where it has ah, procrastinating, yes. So we got to stop procrastinating and just get on board. And call on the name of the Lord Jesus. So as we call on the name of the Lord Jesus, call out those things that you said, Lord Jesus, whatever it is that you need. And there was some situations that have already come to my mind that there's some healing for people. Yes, we pray your healing right here, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We're touching and agreeing with you for your healing. We're touching and agree with you right now for that brain uh, cancer. Hallelujah. That is no longer there. We pray for the healing of that person with that cancer in their body. We pray for the healing of that lady with her husband with the brain cancer. We pray life. He shall live and not die. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. We're going to give God the glory in our testimony. We're going to give God the glory in all that we do because whatever we do, eat, drink, or whatsoever we do, all to the glory of God. And we're here to give God the glory for our situation because we know that we have the petition before him, and he's able to do all things. And we, hallelujah, can do all things by faith, and yet, We have that love in our heart to bring it together to fulfillment because the Lord is with us. And as long as the Lord is with us, no devil in hell can keep us from getting the blessings of what we have asked for in the name of Jesus. So, therefore, therefore, we are here to give God glory in all that we do. So, my brothers and sisters, and also that brother. With the son in law, that things were look little uneasy for at first. But I say right now, my brother, call your son in law. Be at peace with him. Be at peace with your son in law that now, talk with him about what he likes. If he likes sports, talk about the sport, talk about the game. However, whatever teams he likes, you like. Whatever situation he likes, you like. but I don't care about this. Don't worry about it. Make comments on it a positive comments anyway. You don't have to do no long, drawn-out conversation, but now is the time to establish your relationship with your son-in-law. Now is the time to establish that relationship with him so that you will ease, ease the atmosphere. Now. You don't tell him and threaten him anymore, but you would say, "Hey, brother, how you doing?" Or "Hey, son," however you have a relationship, uh, start off with him, and make it fast, make it easy, make it good, and then get ready to hang up and say, "Hey, look here, it's good talking with you. I'll talk to you later. God bless you. Oh, by the way, how's my princess? Or how's your beautiful wife?" See, that's it. Then, by and by your son-in-law will come to you and ask you for advice. He'll come to you for this, thus said the Lord God Almighty. He will come to you in peace because now you're establishing a relationship with him and relationship with your daughter so there'll be no more bickering and fighting and care at all. They will live in peace and in harmony. Now, that person that was ill, that was sick, and on the verge of death, I decree and declare your healing. I decree and declare the power of God and the blood of Jesus with you and over you. Stand still and be still, for God is with you. Ah, hallelujah. And those people who need financial financial aid, financial situation that is rocking them, I ask God to help you, to show you the way to make ah, things work for you. But God will work it for you. He will work it for you. He's done it before. He'll do it again. Be patient. Be patient. Be patient. I decree and declare, be patient. Ah, wait on the Lord, I say. Wait on the Lord. And he will bring you through. He will hold you in that place. So, patience. Is a virtue. And for anything else that's out there that you call and ask for, we touch and agree. I'm touching and agree right here, right now, that your situation is coming to fulfillment, that your situation is coming to a just end. Yes. Now, you can rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Be humble, be humble, be humble before the Lord, and he will exalt you. We pray right now for the blessings of the Lord be over you and amongst you. Ah, hallelujah. So, with this in mind, we pray hallelujah for the condition of the country May the peace of God be with the country. We release the power of the Holy Spirit upon this land. We release the love of God upon this land. We release the joy of the Lord upon this land. We release safety and well-being upon our families and our children. We Find the love to each and every one of those who need love, who need love. We bind it to you in the name of Lord Jesus. And we declare that the evil one would take his hands off of the people of God. We release his hold on the church and on the people of God. So, therefore,
1: hallelujah, God, hallelujah, hallelujah.
0: as we come to this place of releasing, releasing the power of darkness from the people of God so that they will have the power and the strength to move in the right direction, with God's help, all things are possible, because we has already spoken that I am with you. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. And the power of God will manifest itself into all your situation and concern. And this we say, my brothers and sisters, that God is so good and so wonderful and so merciful that he, will bring you through in a situation just like Mary, the mother of Jesus said that day at the wedding, whatsoever he tells you, do it. She didn't go through no long story, but she told the service, just do what he tells you to do. And that's what we come today. Let's do what the Lord Jesus told us to do. Because he said, whatsoever you ask me far in my name, uh-huh. I do it that the Father be glorified in the Son. And this we say, thank you, bless you, and the peace of God be with you and over you and bring you through all of your situation and your circumstances. In Jesus' holy name I pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, God.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. Touching Hallelujah. and agreeing even now. Mm. Hallelujah. I that uh, there's someone on the line today that is coming in. We're not going to call the name, but anyway, and I spoke earlier before anyone came on about the circumstances of a man with a son-in-law that that person will call the son-in-law, talk with them, and find out if their son-in-law like sports or anything, and whatever sports that that uh, son-in-law is to, that person will speak on the sport, become friends with them on whatever that person like, And that, yes, person say, that person will say, hey, how you doing? What about the game? This and that. And make small talk at first. And then eventually, eventually, that son-in-law will come to know and come to love the father-in-law. Yes, God. come to understand and to know that I have a friend. Now, and as you hang up, as the person hang up the phone, before they hang up the phone, say, hey, buddy, hey, brother, hey, uh, son, however you want to call him. It. It's good talking with you. God bless you. God keep you. And in the voice of the spirit of God, listen, my brothers. Strengthen this son. Strengthen yes, him God. in the name of Jesus. And give him that love and that peace. Bind the peace of God to this brother. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And he will come to grow. He will come to grow and then to know that God is good. And one day you'd be surprised. Ah, that a new servant and a new Warrior is on the battlefield for the Lord.
1: Amen. Can, can I give a testimony, uh, Brother Michael?
0: Praise God, all uh, right now.
1: Amen, amen. Well, you know, just speaking about this, it, it reminds me, you know, like I said again, when I, when I was a young man, you know, a teenager, I was living with this couple in the church. Her husband was uh-huh. not saved and whatnot and um amen and um they took me in and whatnot um because I was having dysfunction in my family so they let me move in with them and they took me in as one of their own and um he was not saved, you know, he was drinking a lot, you know. Again, like I said, he he was a mechanic, he worked on a lot of the church vehicles and stuff like that. But, okay. you know, he would just watch his wife and and whatnot. And um they would they again they took me in as a son and when the Lord called me to preach, I was like about like you know seventeen years old, you know sixteen, seventeen, uh-huh. and I and I was living with them, and um and as I was learning how uh, to teach Bible studies at their kitchen table with his wife, we were basically being a witness to them, and whatnot, and and God and God had you know when the Bible said everything happened together for a reason, you know, mm-hmm. again eventually her husband. Because of our Bible studies at the kitchen table, he started going to church and he got saved and gave his life over to right the Lord
0: now. Right now. come on holy right. ghost and
1: right. then fast forward years later um you know, I got a you know a son in law now, so you know i i'm I'm believing that God said, you know you know we win we win by heaping coals of love over the head, you know, like Brother yes. Michael was saying, and whatnot. Look at how we are treating Donald Trump right now today. Everybody all over the world hate mongering, saying they hate him, say he's the devil, he this, whatever, whatever. But as believers, we yeah. have to act differently. You know, Lord, we, Lord, Lord, we, we, Lord. We, we we have been charged as believers like when 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 they when Jesus had told them you gotta love your neighbor, they like, Who is my neighbor? They Romans, they this, they ain't even saved, <laughs> they don't even go to church, they whatever they ain't my neighbors. All right, and, and and Jesus had to tell them, he said, Wait now, these these are, he said by this people are gonna know my disciples by the love they have one for another and whatnot, mm-hmm. and by the love that they show the people. And so just like God has has me like, cause like again, he used to beat on my daughter all the time, whoop on her all the time, and I was so against them getting married, um, and whatnot. None of them go to church, you know. They they hate church. They hate whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, you know. But I prayed and I prayed that the Lord would stop it. But now mm. that that they married, now you know the assignment has changed. You know. Right. God, God said now, like Brother Michael was saying and whatnot, because if I would go by me, you know, you know hold people, pass against them, hold whatever, whatever. He said, you know, I promise you I ain't going to whoop on your daughter no more. We're working it out. We're married now, and we moving forward. And, and the Bible says you got to consider yourself. Look at how long-suffering God was with us. You know, mm-hmm. it's some, some stuff that, that, that we've been through. You know, if God were to hold us to that same charge and whatnot, the charge that we put on other people when they make mistakes or whatever, whatever, whatever. Now, Not to say I'm not still watching the young man, because I let him know that, amen I God, I will be checking in from time to time and whatnot. But, you know, unless you give me a reason to, otherwise, I'm praying for y'all, you know, stuff like that. You know, again, you son-in-law now, and, um, Every you know, as we talk, you know our conversations get longer and longer and whatnot. You know, because right. at first, because right. right. at, fir- at first, like again, I used to hour to my daughter on the phone, you know, whatever. And then when we get ready to hang up, I say like, go put him on the phone, <laughs> you know, right. and whatnot. Right. Right. And, know, and, and, right. and just just being transparent, you know, this stuff don't happen mm-hmm. overnight and stuff like that, you know. But you mm-hmm. have to make an effort, you know, like Brother Michael was saying and stuff like that. And um, and that's where I'm at right now. And I would that the people that's listening to this broadcast, the same with Donald Trump, you know, he's the president now. God didn't stop it. So God must have a plan. God could have made Hillary the president, but he didn't do that, you know. And, yes. if, we, and if we really believe, like we really be saying that God is in control of everything, that means either God allowed it to happen or he caused it to happen. You see what I'm saying? And, and either way um, – this this is happening with with Donald Trump. He's the president now, you know. As believers, while everybody else saying we hate him, he's the devil, he this, he that. We supposed to be praying. The Bible said, pray for your leaders. You know that there may mm-hmm. be peace in the land Amen. and Hallelujah. whatnot. So so th- that that's what I would just add to this conversation. I believe that God allowed me to go through what I went through. You know that to see that a, a person that was an alcoholic or whatever and and worldly or whatever, but. God put me in that family and whatnot, and then that man got saved or whatever. And then and now yeah. I'm, I'm in another situation. My daughter and whatnot, you know, she she has this dysfunction thing going on. But God put me in this situation. Sometimes we don't want to be there. Sometimes we, <laughs> we, we get in places like, Lord, why you put me here? I can't stand this place, this person, this whatever, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, we always got to remember how God was long-suffering with us. And, Thank you know, man. God could have said the same thing about you. He's like, what? remember what you used to do? Remember the stuff you was into before you changed your life to me? You know, look how long it took you to come to me. So, amen. I, I would offering that as encouragement, as a testimony slash encouragement, you know, that, you know, I'm living this thing. You know, in other words, I'm not just Hell telling yeah, and y'all encourage. and whatnot what to mm. do or whatever. I'm actually having to, the Bible says, let me decrease in John 3, 3, and let him increase. In other words, I got to let my disdain, my, my, my pride, my self-righteousness, I have to kill all of that, mm. you know, in order to pour into somebody else. And it ain't easy because, you know, we hold on to our memories, what people did to us, did to people yeah. that we love. It, 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 I'm not saying it's going to be easy, you know, and stuff like that. But when we say I can do all things through Christ, this, this, this is what it's talking about too. You know, we're we're in. You know, I'm going to actually like you know decrease myself and whatnot and be a living sacrifice. Everybody talking about what they want to die for. I will die for you. I die for this. I die, but but what are you willing to live for? You know. And I said I, know. said, I said, I said, Lord, I'm going to live for this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a living sacrifice. I'm gonna get rid of, how, of my, you know, get rid of my emotions, <laughs> like T D Jig say, we get our little <laughs> emotions. Get rid of my he emotions. And um, amen, and be a witness for God and whatnot. And I would say we do the same when it comes to um, our leaders like Donald Trump and stuff like that. Stop praying for him because prayer does work and whatnot. And you remember when um, um, Paul, you know, was knocked off of what he was on when he was going to Damascus, he was oh, yeah, persecuting the, light the saints. The light, yeah. Come yeah, on. Yeah. And then that, that light knocked him down. He wrote, he, now he's a book author. You know, I know we got some book authors on this line or just or listen to you. He became a book author um, and wrote the books of um, First and Second Corinthians and for um, Timothees and all these other books and, and Galatians mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. and, and and we living by his books now and who can tell like Donald Trump can get saved and ten years from now we could be reading his books just like we read Saul and and, and what's the difference between him and Saul Saul was locking Christians up you know before and God changed his name come on now. Come on, no, he had him killed. He said, like, you know, like Brother Michael said, he was having him killed. Yeah. But look what God did. God knocked him down, turned him into a book author
0: and whatnot,
1: <laughs> and an evangelist.
0: He became an evangelist
1: <laughs> and a book author. Come on, somebody. <laughs> so you, so, so, you, so, you, amen. so if you're Jesus, a book author I on here, Jesus and, I, and, I, and, I, and I know Brother Michael a book author, <laughs> so if you're a book author, God will turn you into an evangelist and a book author. You'll be able to tell your story. And share it with somebody. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So, 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 so again. So, what Brother Michael t- teaching us today and whatnot? Uh, God, you know, we got, you know, God. Your, your 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 beginning don't have to be. Your ladder can be better than your beginning. God Amen. can use your mess that you in right now and turn it into a message. I'm living that right now. That mess that my my, my son in law was beating up on my daughter, whatever, whatever, whatever. Now they married. I believe that God is going to turn that mess into a message. But I got to get rid of myself. Have, I got to get out of my emotions and just say, Lord, what would you have me to do in this situation? Amen. So that you know, so that, that's my testimony and, and amen Christ of God, Christ, and, God. And, it. and what I'm that's going right through right now, y'all. It ain't easy, you know, because like I, every now, I still imagine those bruises or whatever, whatever. But I got to say, Lord, you're gonna have to get me through this. You're gonna have to help me be a witness in this because that's you right. know, and, my God. And
0: be praying for her too. Bring us through it. Bring us through it. Hallelujah And yes, he God. Through, like you say, that our love for God should be so great. And then he said, "And love your enemy. Also. Come on now. Now, now that's really hard.: <laughs> Yes, God. love those as unlovable. anyway. Yes. Ah. Come on now. But you know what? And yes God sir. is with us and this is how he tells us today, let's come and pray, come together and pray. because' yes, last time we take this prayer thing. Well, granted, we take this prayer thing out of context and, my not law, my praying, and not praying for the Lord to hear us and to be there for us. Mm. The eyes of the Lord is upon the righteous and his ears are open for their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those that do evil. So, therefore, when we put away and put aside all of this inconsistency and insincerity, the lies and the garbage and the drama, yes, God. We, when we pray. When we pray, God will hear us when we start to acting like we were for serious and meaning business and meaning uh serious business about him and for him. Because like like the Lord just Jesus just said in the scripture that whatsoever you ask me for in my name,
1: yes, God.
0: I will do it. Now Jesus ain't said that just to make you hear yourself talk. Mm. But he know that we have certain needs and certain uh, things that are on our mind and on our concern. Amen. So, and we got to put the devil out of the house, put him out, lock him out. And, All right, and, though. And don't let him come back in.
1: But come until, on now.
0: Until we get rid of him. And I thank you for bringing up uh, spiritual warfare and those spirituality things that we've been talking about and been listening to and, and teaching about uh, for the last month or so. <laughs> But that's good, that's good, because now we get a better relationship and a better understanding of Jesus. And just like we're talking about how the mother said, they're out of wine, it's an impossible situation. But she'd been through an impossible situation before, because it was supposed to be impossible for a virgin to have a baby mm. without a man. My, so my law, my law. She that before, and so she took up on it. And she picked up on it and said, my faith, my faith, it said, we're going to have some wine today. And they Come, did on so Come on now. Come on now. I just ask everybody to, to review, review the recording, go over it, and continue to pray each and every day, giving glory to God the Father at all times. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And thank you again, brother, for being with us again today, and thank you for the testimony.
1: Amen. Glad to be here.
0: Hallelujah. All right. I bless. Sorry that too many people listen today, but that's all right, because God would touch their heart.
1: Well, well again, the Bible, the Bible talks about his word don't go for a voice, so amen. It was for us today, amen, to touch and agree. Amen to God. And, and you know, who knows when they're going to listen. They might listen to it tomorrow or next week or next month or or, or five minutes from now. You see what I'm saying? But whenever they listen in the archives or whatever, you know, it's for somebody, even if it's just for us to, to remind ourselves that God can change folks. Amen to death. Amen. Hallelujah. All right now.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you, man of God. Hallelujah. Bless Thank you, Thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. Okay. Take care now. Now we've been ready to leave the program. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?
1: In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.